celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's trends in the news. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Wednesday, September 25th, 2019. And here are some of today's trends in the news. Now, you know what the news is because uh, you got your trends journal yesterday. Your trends journal's gone from a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly. So what you're going to hear in the news, you already know because we write history before it happens. But moving forward... On the market front, over there in Asia, it's down. Over there in Europe, it was down. Here in the States, it's up. Happy days are here again. Bitcoin, bada boom, down 8,370. Gold, shoo, got hit. Still above 1,500 at 1,504, but down over 27 bucks. Stocks rose. Now, this is the absolute bullshit that they're telling us in the news why the markets went up. Stocks rose after President Donald Trump said U.S.-China trade deal could arrive sooner than expected. I mean, how many times are they going to react to this stuff? And what else do we have here? Ah, investors also poured through a rough transcript of Trump's call with the Ukrainian president from earlier this year. So, Everything's going to be okay with China? It's not, don't you see what Trump is doing? He got the problems with this impeachment issue. <laughs> so now he's saying, oh, we're going to make a deal with China, and everybody's buying it. And again, on the impeachment, it's a waste of time, and it means nothing. Only spending our money, wasting our time. Again, it's in your notice to readers in your Trends Journal. He also went on to say that uh, the United States has reached an initial trade agreement with Japan. Now, on the talk that he had with the new president of Ukraine, he asked him, he said to him, according to the transcript that's been released, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son. What Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the Attorney General would be great. In your Trends Journal, way back when, Occupy Peace, this is from the fall of 2014. Actually, the Ukraine stage had been set months earlier. This is about the United States overthrow the democratically elected government. For anyone seeking the facts, consider listening to Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Newland's December 13, 2013 speech at the National Press Club in Washington. Observe the Chevron and ExxonMobil logos flanking her. How many recall that not long after her speech, Vice President Joseph Biden's boy... Hunter Biden was appointed to the board of directors of Burisma Holdings Limited. That's Ukraine's largest energy company. Also saddling up on the Burisma board was Devon Archer, a business partner of Christopher Hines, the Hines of 57 Varieties, who is coincidentally the stepson 
of U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry. We have to ask ourselves, how low have our moral standards sunk? When did it become routine, expected, and business as usual that we are all led down such destructive roads with so little accountability and no regard for the history that's so obviously and indisputably repeating itself. Okay? History before it happens. This is going to hurt Biden if they do a real report on how his boy and the Heinz Club got on top of the overthrow of the democratically elected government in Ukraine and how they got on board with the biggest oil company there. Disgusting. But again, this is why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Oil falls 1.4% on surprise U.S. crude build and Trump's China trade comments. This is both from CNBC. Hey, wait a minute. They said the markets went up because it was positive on China's trade comments. But now let's get stupid, and that's the reason why oil went down. You figure it out. They're prostitutes. You can't figure it out. Oil's going down because the global economy is going down. Again, it's in your trends journal. Oil prices should go up because of the tensions in the Middle East. But they're not because things ain't so good. Fed pumps in billions amid cash squeeze. Banks flooded the Federal Reserve Bank of New York with more than twice as much demand for new two-week loans than the central bank was offering. All right? They want more money than the central banksters are putting out there. Again, the story is in your Trends Journal. Now, yesterday... Markets were down, but this is what they wrote as a reason why they were down in the Wall Street Journal, of course, the day later. Stocks slumped as calls for President Trump's impeachment gained momentum and disappointing economic data renewed concerns about slowing growth. Wait a minute, they just gave opposite reasons for things going up again. I believe the markets have peaked. They're not going to go up much more, but they're going to do everything they can to push them up, and who knows what scheme undreamed of they'll come up with. Draghi warns a prolonged sag for Eurozone as German economy drags. It's dragging, all right. Mr. Draghi's comments came after a survey of business executives showed the Eurozone's economy was close to stalling dragged down by a steep drop in German manufacturing activity. The Purchasing Managers Index for the Eurozone fell to a six-year low in September, down 51.9 in August. And of course, Germany is also going down, and their 10-year bond yield fell to a minus zero Point five nine percent. China's central bank chief warns on strength of local lenders. In other words, they're lending too much money and they don't have enough money to back it up. 
survey points to mounting fears of global recession. Financial Times, investors are increasingly fearful of a global recession. 52% according to Absolute Strategy Research. It is the first time since the survey began in 2014. The findings from ASR, which surveyed more than 200 institutions that manage a combined $4.1 trillion in assets, indicates that investors' views on the outlook for business confidence and corporate earnings have dimmed. Bank of Japan chief hints cut in rates is possible. Oh, yeah, they're going to cut them, huh? You betcha they are. And in China, electric car group NEO taps chief of funds as losses worsen. They're down like 200 million bucks. They're looking to raise. Recall cost for thousands of vehicles over battery concerns along with the sliding sales pushed the group to a net loss to the three months in June. I mention this because the batteries and the operations of electric cars, as I keep saying, it's not 21st century. So we don't think it's going to happen and we're going to see more of this. So when people ask about how could they invest? What are they looking at? You know, we're not going to tell you what to do. We give you where the trends are going. And speaking only for myself, not financial advice, we don't give that. I wouldn't invest in this. All right? Hong Kong listings melt away as protests and escalating trade war fuel volatility. They're way off. And they're going to get worse as this increases. And China's in a very touchy place. And again, so what do you invest in? Where do you go? Is it going to grow there? Is this going to be temporary? We don't believe so. China's in a tough position here. Hong Kong is the banking center of Asia, and they can't afford to lose it. And these protests keep heating up. So now we're looking at more and more volatility, less and less listings, and Hong Kong being less important as that banking center of Europe. Maybe it'll move uh, of Asia. Maybe it will move to Singapore. Trump delivers a speech at the United Nations, as you know, yesterday. I'd like to take some time going over it. You know that I launched Occupy Peace back in 2015. I want to bring home the troops, secure the homeland, put them to work rebuilding our rotted infrastructure, force Congress to vote to go to war, and put a ballot on each state, a referendum, where we the people tell Congress how to vote if they go to war. Because we're the ones that pay for it with our money and our lives, and they're public servants. We tell them what to do. But here's Trump's statement. The United States, after having spent over two and a half trillion dollars since my election to completely rebuild our great military is by far the world's most powerful nation. You know what that is? That is bullshit. You got it. That's why Trump didn't go after Iran. Because if they did, as in the Trends Journal, the Straits of Hormuz would be Pearl Harbor. 
And all those bases around there would be blown apart. And this is how they're wasting our money on the military-industrial complex rather than building the country, rather than bringing peace and joy and liberty and love. Keep shooting off his fat mouth, fat boy. Going on to say, Iran, quote, has a record of death and destruction. It's well known to all of us. Well known? How about the United States record of death and destruction, fat mouth? Hey, you like Iraq? Maybe you like Libya. I got it. Syria's for you. No, Yemen. I know you love Yemen. I know you love that murder because you love the prince and you keep selling him weapons. This is disgraceful. He's not my president. None of them are. They are freaks. They are madmen. They're psychopaths. And this guy's a narcissistic psychopath. Like Obama and Clinton and Trump and Bush and on and on. Today, I repeat the message for all the world that I have delivered at home. America will never be a socialist country. For the last century, socialism and communism killed 100 million people. For the last decade, fat mouth, America's killed over a million people and destroyed many nations. But that's okay. We don't want to be socialist or communist. We're going to be fascist. Trump rejects globalism in U.S. speech. The future does not belong to globalists, he said. Hey, you're globalist when you intervene in all these countries, don't you? Isn't that globalism? Why don't you stay home? <laughs> this is what they say here. He has avoided intervening with military action following the attacks of Saudi Arabia's oil industry. And he goes on to say, all nations have a duty to act, he said, as long as Iran's menacing behavior continues, sanctions will not be lifted, they will be tightened. Iranians' menacing behavior, America's murderous behavior, the Saudis' murderous behavior, but none of that in this story, none of it. Not a word, but it's in your Trends Journal. And what else did he say? He also offered to support for the people of Venezuela, saying that it was a Cuban puppet, Maduro. Hey, you want to be anti-globalist? Mind your own business, fat mouth. Europe joins U.S. to blame Iran for attacks, providing absolutely no proof. The leaders of Britain, France, Germany join the United States in blaming Iran for this month's attack on Saudi Arabia and said the time had come for Tehran to start talks on a new long-term agreement dealing with its nuclear, regional, and missile activities as 
The Saudis slaughter the Yemenis. The worst humanitarian crisis on earth. They're not talking about that. Could you see the disgusting human beings that are running and ruining nations? If we don't occupy peace, they're going to have us dead. They're stealing all our money for their murder. And our murder is going to be worldwide if they get us into World War III. One stupid comment after another. The Europeans' push for broader talks came amid growing fears that tensions in the Persian Gulf could quickly escalate following the alleged Iranian attack on September 14th on Saudi Arabia's oil infrastructure. Alleged attack. I was on a show today, Jim Blassingame, you could Google it up. He bought the BS, and you know me, I called him out on it, that Iran is responsible for the terror around the world. The propaganda is working. And finally, anti-sissy protests fueled by corruption allegations. This is important as well. It may be Arab Spring 2.0. The people have had it with these dictators running and ruining their countries. But again, el-Sisi, he's loved by America. You can see where this is leading us. If we don't do something to stop it, it's only going to decline. The greatest depression has begun. Gold going down today, Still over $1,500 an ounce. The market's going up, fine. This is all temporary. Things are only going to decline. It's in your trends journal. You're hearing it from the richest people. They know there's danger ahead. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.